Amen. And let's give him praise again because he is the only one worthy. Thank you, Jesus, for your holy presence, for your faithfulness to the church. And all, all the church says, Amen. And just remind yourself, I am only here because God is so faithful to you. You are only here because He is faithful. Otherwise, you and me will not be here. Who can say Amen? You know that you not you were not holding you here, but He was. Just let's sit in peace. Today, already we were singing. It was like a, a beginning of my sermon. I'm not going to repeat it, but I want to continue what I started. Mant with us as well last week. He was speaking into the same direction about that um, suffering in our minds, in our bodies, and all is good with that. And we know it's not the end. Just a little bit of suffering it leads us to life and freedom. Like I was speaking before, I will continue to really believe and to have faith where Bible is talking about that if you would have that uh, mustard seed faith, you could uh, hold mountains. And that little faith is that one word from the heavens. Uh, faith is only given by God. person cannot uh, start believing on his own. Do you see it? You cannot say, I believe, 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 but it's not happening. And I could say, oh God, I don't really believe. We cannot kind of be encourage our faith ourselves. If we want to get from Him, not miss something from Him, want to hear something from Him, not. So, we have to uh, trust. We need trust in Him. And trust is growing every day or should be growing every day as we walk with God. Trust just does not come just suddenly. You know, we met, you meet someone first time, first time you see someone. I saw Darius first time, for example. And I'm like, I have a good plan for you, let's go. Uh, and I'm like, who are you? You know, what do you want from me? And <clears throat> yeah, you wouldn't like kind of trust this person. <clears throat> if someone gives us something good, we, we think uh, they have something, you know, different in mind. The trust is growing. You earn it, especially in marriage. In the beginning, you trust a little bit so you could get married, but through life you have to uh, build up your trust and if it's and if it's, you know uh, broken, then you have to work on it again uh, and when we trust each other, you could hear each other when, when I, if I trust my husband Darius, really he did prove it, that I can trust him and when he says something, I don't question him because I trust him. I, I know he's not lying. It's not hard for me to take it as real from him because I trust him. The same is with God. 
If we hear a word from God, if we trust Him, it's not easy to be, it's not hard to believe. But if we don't trust Him, and the devil will always want to break your trust, and God will want to build, and evil devil will want to break. So that same, uh, the most, the biggest fight is, you know, God builds it, devil destroys it. And the most important for us is to keep this trust till the end and to know God how he is uh, because God's purpose is not that li your life would be wonderful on this earth how you imagine it's wonderful God's purpose is that you would know him uh, John 17:3 says what is eternal life it's to know you and all eternity we will do the same we will try to know him more and that's how we start here on earth when we are uh, reconciled uh, to God through Jesus Christ, we start knowing him slowly and the trust is starting to be built up. God is wonderful. More you see him, more you know him, more you spend time with him and stay with him, the trust is building. Uh, you can listen to uh, last sermons of mine, which is the backstory of this one you will know that he is trustworthy. That's how we grow in faith, by trusting him. And as we grow, he can continue to lead you in faith. And you start recognizing his voice. Your thoughts are his voice. Yeah, so you recognize which are. God, when he created a human being, he did not create us to do something. When he created, when God created you and me, especially the ones who are trying to earn, you know, uh, your worth, uh, who, whoever is lazy, probably this is not so difficult for them, but whoever is like working workaholics, it's very hard for us to understand that we were created just to be, just to be human beings, to be with him to be with each other, just to be, not to do, but to be. If you cannot just be, you cannot walk in faith because you will earn, you will try to earn it, earn it, earn it, so you have a right to be, so you have a right to hear God. It's, it's coming from the very different end and all the chaos, all the demonic stuff starts, how religion does it. Religion says, do this, do that, do this, do that. And that's how religion helps kind of to earn it, which is not even meant to be earned. It's just from the other end. And the person that he would be uh, on the way to, to healing, he puts even more weights on him and then says, oh, that's God, that's God. No, he is not that. He's very different from that. He's so different from that. The religion is using it uh, and saying, do it, do it, do it, and then you can be. No, God is not that. God is that you come as you are and just be. All your life, you just be and forever. Let's start now just to be. When sometimes we hear a prayer and we, we start to hear prayer, 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 
and our understanding says, so what I'm, I'll have to do something now. Even a prayer is like doing. It's not uh, restoring you, but it's like a work. Does it happen to anyone or just me? That's the problem, because we come not from the, that end. When we come to the prayer, we come to be with God. Maybe we will do something with Him later. We will. One word of faith comes from Him and changes us, changes lives and does miracles. And if you come to support someone in prayer, you just come and you are. You say, oh God, I don't know even how what to say in that prayer, but I am here for you. Use me. How to, how to pray for my husband or wives does know. Some prayers are just not happening because we don't know sometimes what to pray for. And we are coming and saying to him, I am here. I just, I want to be with you. And then from that being, I can do something. That trust is built in that being. From that being, then works come. But not, not the other way around. I know it sounds very simple, but in reality it's much harder because... Obviously, we are better in doing. Uh, well, sometimes just being. But from this doing, we are tired, we are angry. We do so many things. But it doesn't work that way. Who, if you come to the Lord just to stay with Him, just to be. You are the life. You are the source. You are all I need. And you're just relaxing and sitting there doesn't matter wife is angry at you now or something else is happening you are there for him and that's where you start hearing him and some uh, thoughts come to your mind uh, yeah and um, then some thought comes oh, go wash the dishes <laughs> and uh, it's by faith because uh, when it rises by faith you can then lift up your bones uh, yeah, you can see where you struggle. Uh, he will tell you what to do if you just come and stay with him, be with him. He will give you the word of faith. It will be very simple. Usually it's very simple. If you believe it's a word of faith, probably it's like a, you know, in a different dramatic tone he will say it. It's, no, it's not. Uh, sometimes he says... This night you're going to wake up to change the nappy for the baby. Let's see. Is it a word from God? And I'm like, I don't, know, I don't like this word of faith from God. But that's how life is. Uh, word of faith, he comes down and it will bring fruit. None, nobody can do it by themselves. The word of God brings life. Maybe you did all these actions before, tried yourself and... It's just not happening because you're not acting from the right place. You're acting from doing, doing. You have to come, stay with him, and then he will tell you by faith what to do. And I want to have, uh, want to give you three moments, three points. So we could go into that trust. I'm not going to repeat much I said before, but to enter the trust that... Uh, that presence, that staying with him, spending time, not necessarily you're sitting there. Some people find it very hard uh, sitting, like you sit down there and 
this position is just mm, just it's too hard for some people like at home somewhere in the uh, you sit you sat on the chair you sitting there for some people it's such a distraction it depends what kind of personality you have and how you do things some people cannot concentrate their thoughts sitting there on that chair uh, if I am with God uh, in His presence, I'm always walking or doing. Sometimes uh, I'm walking the dog, and then everything comes. All the understanding comes to my mind. In the morning, I wake up and I read some of the Bible, but I cannot sit for long. For me, it's very hard to sit in one in one's place. Don't worry, you're not alone. If you're like this. Maybe you want to you know, tidy up or work in your garden or something, but concentrate on the being with God. Just concentrate on that you are with Him. And that's if I am doing that, uh, well, uh, just walk your dog wherever you can be with Him and it helps you even if you have to walk or sit, it doesn't matter. And that's where exciting things happen, where you are staying in that, that presence of the Lord. Uh, so that base of the trust would grow. When we come to some complicated situation, um, has everyone experienced? Uh, you stayed with God, uh, or you had uh, your time with Him just being, for example, you left to work with God or school, or somewhere where you go. And situation is very complicated, comes and comes, for example, it's repeating itself. That's how we need to learn that trust through this complicated situation. Would it be just faded away, but it would grow. And I will tell you three points, practical things. Don't be scared in the beginning. You're not alone. Maybe you didn't or do, didn't do or did something. Just stand in that storm, in that complicated situation. And the most important thing that you should do, just calm your mind, calm yourself. Is it hard, uh, easy to say? Yes, I know, it is easy, but, but there is no other way. When it's complicated, the situation, you have to learn with Holy Spirit's help to calm down, calm down, calm down. No matter what it costs, you have to calm down and only then to move somewhere. Uh, only thing, uh, you know, what provokes you, provokes you to anger, that's what is, has dominion over you. Whatever provokes you to anger, that what, that what has dominion over you. If your kids provoke you to anger, they have dominion over you and they control you. Even if you will not calm down, you will not hear what's happening. Kids do that perfectly. I have three. Are they doing it on, on purpose? Well, maybe sometimes uh, um, they know how to manipulate, the, they learn, they, they know how to act so you would give them what they want. Uh, yeah, sometimes we just lose our patience and give them what they want. Whoever provokes you to anger has dominion on you. And God says, I'm the only one 
who can have dominion over you because this dominion will lead you to freedom and life, but the other ones will lead you to failure. You will fail and fail if you let something else have dominion over you, kids or whoever. First feeling what you need to do, calm. You know that uh, uh, joke, dad brought his son. Maybe it's not a joke, maybe that really happened, actually. doesn't uh, sound like a joke. To uh, Dad brought son to the, uh, to the shop. It's a bad idea, just go to the shop alone. I'm not going with my kids. Let's say a five-year-old was taken to a shop with uh, dad. And he is buying mm, groceries. And the the child is like asking for things he wants and crying and squeaking and maybe having uh, having a tantrum in the shop on the floor. Have have you been in the situation? Uh, do you want to raise your hands? I was in this situation, and it's so scary. It's so scary. You don't know what to do. And he's like making his tantrum very loud. All the tragedy, drama. And that uh, dad is walking and he's like, Peter, just be quiet, we're gonna get home. And that child is not listening. He is uh, just continuing. And dad says, Peter, calm down, calm down, we're gonna go back home. And at the checkout, he sees nothing is happening, not getting what he wants, he's screaming even louder. And then dad breathes in. Peter, calm down, we're gonna get home. And then woman was watching us, but you, you are controlling your child so wonderfully. You have patience so wonderfully. <laughs> and then that says, Peter is me. <laughs> I was telling it to myself. And really, dad was really doing a right thing. He was calming himself down. Calm down, say to yourself, we're gonna get home, we're gonna get home. All this will end one day. Just breathe in, all, use all the techniques you need to calm yourself down. Maybe breathing, maybe walking, maybe yeah, just calm down. You need to calm down. If we're not gonna calm down, we will not see the truth. We don't have dominion, we don't have power. We're acting just emotionally, just from our anger, from fear, uh, jealousy, whatever, whoever provokes anger, that's who has dominion over us. So we don't want this thing or person have dominion. We don't want to be where we shouldn't be. When it's God's will, he gives us strength, isn't, isn't it? You breathe in, breathe out, calming yourself down. I took the situation, uh, ch children and ki uh, parents, but it can be finances, it can be anything. Um, I don't, I still remember this crisis recession, um, yeah, um, a while ago. And I remember our uh, personal crisis. My husband had a company, and that's when it started happening, the recession. Our income was. Uh, was only what he had to pay wages and we did not have anything for uh, for ourselves and every well week let's say he was paying wages 
and we had nothing for ourselves. We had to live as well, and what it was a storm. It was a storm. And what's going on in my mind at that time? And what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And that hurricane starts in my head. And I remember the uh, first thing I had to tell myself, calm down. Let's read Psalms 46, 46, 10. Uh, 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 be still, be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, exalted in the earth. He says, be still. He says, don't you know that I know what's going on? Didn't you know that I knew the recession is going to come, Christ is going to come? Don't you think I knew it, uh, that period's going to come to your life, where financial situation will be like this? I knew it. Don't you think that I knew that you have three children and one will be especially special? Some kids are special, some kids are especially special. Didn't you know I knew it? I knew it. I did. I created every hair on your head. I know everything, says God. Be still. Don't you think I'm so weak? I'm not going to lead you through it. Because when we, I'm going to say, when we are like mm, really heating up, heating up, uh, uh, we're like sweating, uh, like, uh, I'm not sure which slang word to use, heated up. It means I'm saying, God, you are not there. You you don't even exist. That's what I say. If I'm not in control, that who, then who is it? We say that uh, we see um, we 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 see some reality, and then we say, Oh, I'm a believer. But all this uh, stress, all this shows that we do not trust. But we have to be still. And in this situation, how to be still? First moment is. How to go into this presence, how to be still, is to change your thoughts. It's not like we are ignoring situation. We are not. We know what's missing, what's happening. But we have to set our thoughts from the situation to the living God. You know, when a doctor says, mm, this illness is deadly. Uh, he says, this is genetics and so on. All he proclaims is bad news. And you can start... Uh, thinking the same as doctor and as you think you think it says turn to me and be still just repeat yourself that he is trustworthy i know that you god are trustworthy tell it to yourself he is trustworthy he sees you you see me you will lead through it no person can do it maybe hundred times you have to repeat to yourself When these emotions and feelings come, I declare His faithfulness, Jesus' faithfulness. My ears are open. I want to hear you, God. But first thing I do is calm yourself down. Will my be still? God is in, on the throne. He is trustworthy. He is faithful. And that's how slowly we calm down. Remember how Peter was called to walk on water? And he was walking on water. And then suddenly, what he decided to do? Look around. To the storm and he concentrated into the storm and he realized what kind of storm is around and he says god don't you see the storm because when he was not concentrating to the storm he didn't see it have you been in this situation maybe one phone call another phone call and you start to sink that horror that anxiety 
In this situation, we have to stand still, stand straight and say, you are God, you are God. And then remember that situation, which I said, God was walking move through the through it calmly. I was still. And not once I had to repeat, God, you are God. You never left me. We never uh, were starving. Doesn't matter what situation we had. You will not leave my children hungry. I will not be angry. We will somehow walk through it. I had to convince myself all the time. I couldn't see it in my heart, but I knew that's truth. And my mind had to be still. That's how you make your mind still. Second point, and third will be soon. And maybe I'll talk about it uh, in the future. Second point, you remind yourself God is God and you are being still. And you're going to the, your biggest fear. Second point, you're walking. Mm. What else will you say? You said to be still, now you're saying to go through that fear. If you're not gonna go through, it will have dominion and control over you. You have to turn around and say, what am I scared of? What? That we, what is my biggest fear? Mm. That we can uh, is become homeless? No. My fear was that I have to ask for help. That I have to, that I will have to ask for someone's help, like, uh, like, a, like a such a poor uh, woman. Give, give me, give, give, give something to that poor cat. It's from the um, cartoon from childhood, and I was scared that I would have to ask because I'm very proud. I'm very, uh, very proud person. I got this. And you turn to that fear and say, God, that's what I'm scared of. But even if I will live, you will give me strength and I will go and ask for that help. You will give me strength and I will walk that walk. And something maybe happen like you never imagined. Maybe this miracle will not happen as you imagined. And in our situation was... Uh, I want. I would like to testify. Oh, and then the million fall from the sky. Well, maybe it's too much, but and then suddenly the company uh, became very wealthy, and it was uh, uh, so much money. Well, but that did not happen. So how did you go through it? Uh, we got money from somewhere else, from totally different source. It came, and we were not in debt. And through that time, God also was teaching me to give what I have. And I'm like, oh yes, God, you're always on time. You could have come when I had something to give. Six months ago, let's say, and someone gave 1,000 pounds, let's say. And I already made my counting. But if I would tell you what miracles happened, not the ones I expected, it was not a million from the company, not prosperity from the company, but that's when I decided uh, to give one, this last thousand where God told me to. And, I, and someone called me and said, uh, someone called and said that they, they want to give us 1,000. And that thousand I gave to someone else. 
And I'm like, oh God, why our company is not prosperous? Prosperous. But it's not that he wants you not to be prosperous, but he, he is. He, he wants you to experience his love, his hand to change your heart. Sometimes that 20 pounds where I was in the shop and I had 20 pounds and it's mine. Uh, and that, and then I did what God told me to, to spend 20 pounds to that family. And I bought so many things. And then my sister called me and said, I am with my kids in Chinese restaurant, buffet. Come, come, we're going to eat. We're going to eat. And um, I wanted to say sorry, but... And she says, I'm going to pay for you. And then I said, yeah, okay, I'm coming with my kids, if something. That's where everything is happening, at that same place, that illogical paths of faith. And you're like, God, it's like always. That's how he does it. And it's not the end. And then I went into... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, and she paid for those bags, 20 pounds, and she went to that Chinese shop, uh, buffet, and and I, and I she says, I found 20 pounds on the floor, and you can think whatever you want, but I knew it, it was my 20 pounds. It's not from that place where that is, uh, <laughs> where he's uh, uh, very mm, trustworthy, he's very honest from from his childhood and he found five uh, Russian money uh, in the village and uh, he offered to a drunk man he says is it your five pounds and that man took it but I knew that the my 20 pounds on the floor it was mine I'm just telling you the sides where God's trust come from but first of all we had to be still you know how many hurricanes in the head happened during the day panic happened, stress happened, and you're like, maybe this month God's going to be different. This month's going to be different. But it's not happening. And I'm like, where are you, God? And God was always telling me, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Sometimes 20, sometimes 100 came uh, because the my purpose is not your uh, wallet full of money, but you becoming still no matter what happens on this earth because I am with you. I was with you and I will be with you. I see and I know exactly what will happen, what have to happen. And only what has to happen will happen. Nothing w what doesn't have to reach you will not reach you. These situations are not to scare us, but to know God. So our heart will be free. Doesn't matter war or starvation or whatever happens. And you have to learn in this place to be still to calm down. Maybe you need to go for a walk or to calm yourself down. Just all the techniques. You have to understand you need to be still and peaceful and calm down. I remember when one family was saying that when we were uh, raising our kids, when one, when one couldn't be patient at all, he had to run outside. And then we swapped places. So we would remain still. And even if I will not have this uh, whatever fear. And let's read Matthew 16, 22, 27. Matthew 16, 22, 27. And what if will happens uh, that I didn't expect? Mm. So it's Matthew 16, 22, 27. And then Peter took him 
aside Jesus, the story where Peter understood he is a son of God and Messiah, and Jesus says, that's what God revealed you. Mm -hmm. And Peter thought it himself. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he told me, not to you, John. I'm so special. Anyway, and then the flesh part of Peter starts speaking. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. But basically, uh, Jesus told that he will be resurrected to Peter. And Peter was not expecting that, and he was um, arguing. Yeah, Peter was ready to, for Jesus to be king uh, on the throne on earth. Uh, sometimes maybe you feel the same. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Peter started to rebuke Jesus. Have you ever been in that place and you rebuked God by saying, what are you talking about, God? Don't you even try. Don't you dare. Have you have you ever said that to God? If you do this, God, I have nothing to do with you. Well, no one is here uh, like that. But, but Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. He was not feeling sorry for Jesus. He was uh, convinced what should be due, and his plans were like kind of not happening. So uh, Jesus said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You know, uh, just a little... Uh, <laughs> don't, uh, don't do that in your family. Don't say to your husband or wife, Get behind me, Satan. You're not talking to Satan. You're talking to husband or wife. So don't just do that at home. Uh, Jesus could say that because he knew who, could, who he is talking with. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. What, do you, what does he mean, save his life? It's not, it's not physical uh, life. He's talking about your understanding, your attitude, your dreams. That's how you're trying, for example, wherever, you, wherever you're serving, maybe your beauty, you don't want to be old and so on. So it's talking about that life, not uh, you know your body only, but everything you are. So he says, mm, we'll lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and foretails his soul? What shall a man give there in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with the angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. So in this place... Can I just uh, touch a bit of it? To be fearful, we will probably be fearful of something in life. So I'm just telling you the secret. If you're gonna fear God, you will not be fri frightened about anything else. If you learn to have fear of God, and I'm gonna talk about it uh, very much. I will uh, uh, expand this word some other time. But let's read in, in Proverbs. Proverbs 9.10 Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Not going to expand, but just going to read it. Matthew 10, uh, 28, 31 
and do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fail, fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. Therefore you are of more value than many sparrows. Do not be afraid of these people who threaten you. Or he says, I know what have to happen will happen, but be fearful of not obey, uh, of disobeying. Be scared of not disobeying. I'm going to act in the situation as it is your will. If you're telling me to go to that cross, I will go on that cross because I have a fear of the Lord. It's not like I am scared of the Lord, but because I know everything is in your hands, God, and If I disobey you, I destroy my life, I destroy other people's lives, and I don't even know how I will end up, what will happen with my soul. And if I let sin grow in my life, I am fearful of you, God. I know that that can happen, and I have a fear of the Lord, saying, your will be done, God. And if it's not your will, God, let it be. And if it is his will, it will happen. When he opens the doors, nobody can close it. When he closes the doors, nobody can open it. Don't bang into that wall, into those doors. Just be still. I will serve you, God. And if it's not your will, it's not. you're saying no, let it be no. And I'm not going to expand in, uh, in this matter, but I'm going to talk about it some other time. And the last thing, uh, your decision where you decide. Uh, yeah, you d- You are just still, I'm going to do your will, however I will look. And uh, last one, I respect your decisions, I mean it. It's not like I'm going to be emotional, I'm going to be praying, and then I left and did whatever I want. It's not like that. You respect his decision and you act upon it. I trust that in the end, you are doing good, whoever is with you. I respect you, I'm not going to argue with you, God. And then what are you doing? Wherever Holy Spirit tells you to when the Ramo comes. You know that faith which moves mountains. We have to learn to fight for it and stay still. Be calm. We, our soul has to bound out to the spiritual man of us. When we start practicing, in the beginning is stressful. Is uh, When first time you go to gym, you feel like you're exploding all the muscles. It's really painful. But after some time, You get used to it so much. Um, you just, you just know what to do. You just s- staying still, staying still. You start walking in peace. It's not like you jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out. But with practice, you will stay in this peace. Will stay in the stillness peacefully. You can see something is coming. You can experience that storm, but you are still. And this is a miracle which God does today. This is really worthy to walk, that walk. And I, God, thank you. Thank you, God, that your powerful strength is working in us and you will lead us to that stillness. It is more than our strength. It is more than we are. It is more than we understand or don't understand. You can. And I pray, God, for especially for those who are today, now, in some kind of storm, a hurricane happening in their lives. I pray your mercy and favor to calm down, to remind ourselves 
You are God, you know and you can hear, and you will lead us through. If I will have no strength, you have, you are with me, you are with me. And I don't want to be frightened, I just want to fear you. I give you my dreams, my thoughts, my destiny, and I respect your decisions. They, I believe they are the best for me. And in understanding way, you will show me, will give me the steps of faith. That I know that I know you will give the stillness. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven as it is in my life. Whatever I decided to do, if it's not your will, let it not happen. But that, but that you are with me, this will always be. And the praise will only be for you to you. And when I will walk like this through my life, I will know you. I will know your faithfulness. I will know your works my heart will be healing i am and will be witness of your wonderful works of your faith bringing life i thank you for this peace which comes to every heart which world cannot give but cannot take away as well because the world cannot give it cannot give it thank you holy spirit thank you father and whatever this journey will be However we are called to walk high or low, we accept your will and we declare you are good, you are um, faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand. Give him praise because he is worthy of all.